0: B- the- Happy Sunday, man. You got that right. Thanks Sunday fun day. Hey, the air's back where we can actually go outside. Well, actually, you could go outside no matter what, but they were like,
1: yeah. hey, you shouldn't. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday finally felt like it was normal, but yeah, Wednesday, I remember I was like, I got to mow my bad. lawn. Was it Wednesday?
0: Were it, you, like I walked outside, it felt like everybody had a fire in their yard. Oh,
1: it smelled like everyone was just smoking marble reds. Yeah. yeah like, like it just bad. reeked outside. It was really bad.
0: And that was one, especially now too, we're like, you know, because I have like an eight week old and... The thing that we love doing is take go, like we just went to the park this morning. Just going, taking on walks. them on a walk. Yeah. You know, helps them sleep and shit. But they're just like, hey, man, you really shouldn't go outside and you definitely shouldn't if you have a baby. And I'm like, well, that's it for us. We're inside.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Which sucks. It was a nice day. Yeah, right. It like, was. It was beautiful
1: yeah. temperature. It wasn't raining. It was just yeah. stinky. Fucking Canada.
0: Well, good. Well, I'm glad that's done because it's still night. We still got like two solid months of summer and then. Yeah. I don't know. September and no- uh, September and October. We'll I, get, like, we'll a, I
1: like September and October personally because you best. don't know what you're going to get. You might get like a nice 50 degree night where you can wear some like sleeves and jeans. But then you also might get those random nights where it's 80, you know, yeah. 75, 80. And it's like, oh, I can still wear a shortened T-shirt like combo. I went to a wedding last November, November 5th.
0: Like that's you can still get good days. Oh, yeah. In fact, yeah. If I were to get married again, I won't. But if I were to get married again, yeah, I, I'm. People can. anytime someone's like, hey, you know, here's a wedding invitation, it's for, October, uh, it's for August 5th. I'm like, fuck. I'm going to be sweating my ass off, oh, man. I can't do that. Always. Someone's Swamp like, ass. October. I'm like, you care about your guests. Also, 100%. I can't make it. <laughs> I'm done with that part. I'm done with that part. I think weddings are done for me. Outside of like, I have nieces and nephews now. I'm hitting that part of my life where they're getting married. And. That I don't mind going to, but my friends at this point, like if they're not married, they're not going to get married. <laughs> it's just, it's just not uh, going right? to Or they're on their th- second, th- or, second third, or third, go around. and they don't really want to celebrate that anyway. Yeah. They're just doing it for the show. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm, yeah I, I'm, I'm glad I'm done. Well, how old are you? 30. Okay. So you're kind of in, this was that 30, 30 to 32 was the meat. Those are like
1: two summers where I swear I was on a four weddings every summer. I'm surprisingly not I get to about two summer, I would say the last th- two years I probably averaged two weddings a year. That's not bad, which I personally rather have just a smaller group of friends than just be that person they invited because they know it's gonna be a bigger wedding and I'm gonna end up giving them money
0: so well, you're but you're like in
1: the a younger
0: sect of like people like a younger generation that are like I don't want to have I'm not going to spend 80 grand on a wedding why would I do that Yeah not many You know when I was growing up you know when I was in my 20s in my you know early 30s I was going to 400 people weddings <gasps> Like that's not really a thing anymore no, I mean not some as people much. do it but you know a lot of people are like we're getting married and it's in this barn you know or we yes. like my wife and I just went to New York and just got married in the courthouse and had fun for four days. Just took two friends. That's it. Like more people are doing that because
1: they're like, nope. It's funny that you just said that. My two, my best friend, he married his wife and they had a courthouse small wedding, real tiny, low key. There was like six of us. Great, I loved it. We went to a couple different dinners and then his brother, ironically, got married a couple years later. I was the flower guy in it, and his wedding was at a barn. But no more than hundred people. Very low key. Still really cool. And I'd prefer it that way. Those I I can't even think of. I've been to a wedding recently with more than two hundred people. I no I, I I can, but not recently. I mean I've been to those.
0: Yeah. But no, not, not in the last. No, it's just becoming more of a thing. And even a
1: hundred is kind of unheard. of. Oh, it wow. was a lot. It. it no it's, one has a hundred close friends. No. I at most I feel like I have about ten really good people that yeah. like if I needed to like. Needed something or called them out of the blue like, can you pick me up? Out of those ten people, at least three would be like, hey, what? Do you, like, I'm I'm available. Like, yeah. And outside then, of that, you just have acquaintances. And for me, like I have those two, but a lot of them are kind of spread out. Yeah. Like a very good friend
0: of mine who lives in Cincinnati. You know, he's an old college roommate. We stayed in touch. We all I t- I saw him on Saturday. He's like, we're driving through town to Chicago. Uh, Calgary Falls, Niagara Falls, very different places. <laughs> Niagara Falls, he's like, me and the kids, we're taking them to Niagara Falls. Like, we're gonna stop in Cleveland. You want to get some some breakfast? I'm like, Yes, please. That'd be great. Yeah. Like that, but the, like those are the friends that I have, Are the friends that they're the people that I'm really, really good friends with, but I don't see very often. But I still, if
1: someone asks me, I'm like, yeah, he's one of my good friends, because we still talk all the time. Yeah, you keep in touch. And I feel like if people know about the day-to-day livelihood of how you're doing and you know about their lives daily or weekly, those are the yeah. people you you know, those are your real friends. Anybody else that you just run into, whether it be at a bar, grocery store, Target, doesn't matter. If you run into them and have a five-minute interaction, hey, how are you? Nice to see you. That, I mean, I those are acquaintances. They're but, not people I'm inviting to a wedding. No. Not, not, not to my no. wedding. Even if I,
0: right now, if I, were, my wife and I were to get married, it would be... I have a decently sized like immediate family, so there's like twenty five of us right there. Yeah, but that's legitimately my brothers, my sisters, their kids, and my mom. Exactly. So there's twenty five of us right there. Outside of that, honestly, I'm I'm, maybe ten people I would invite, and they're really and at this point in my life, my wife and I have the same friends. Yeah. So So it's all yeah. So which she's probably like yeah they're probably I'm sure the six I want to invite are already included in the ten that you're thinking of, and that's kind of it. And those are the people that would bring a gift, and that I actually genuinely would want to see there. Yeah, yeah. unlike podcasting, where anyone can show up, just, just like, like me. you just did. <laughs> <laughs> so you're uh, so Scott. Nixon, thanks for, for I, this was kind of like a, a last minute thing. Very Wait, was this Friday night?
1: Uh, Thursday or Friday? Thursday.
0: Okay, I had a cancellation that I had for today that got rescheduled for next week, and I was like, Ugh. I mean, it's kind of like a day. I'm like, I already kind of. Because, like, when I schedule them, I schedule a lot of them out, and then I kind of plan my day, and I was like, you know, I I have that time, I really want to use it, and I just put a story out there, which can be kind of iffy sometimes, I'm like, hey, man, I need a guest for Sunday. And I got about 10 responses, seven of them, I'm like, no way, absolutely <laughs> not. Because there's always, like, one or two friends of mine that's like, me, I'm like, you're not, you know I've, ne- you know, I've never asked you to be on, it's because, why would I now? You like, don't have anything to bring to the table. You have the same life I do, I don't care about it, like... Like, oh, really? You're an accountant? That's amazing. Tell me about numbers, dipshit. <laughs> God, I can't. Like, that's not interesting. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but Coley, uh, and Coley was just on with Meg. We just did a real fun, like, new metal episode. And I still talk to Coley, like, not frequently, but not infrequently. We just send each other dumb shit sometimes. And he's like, you should have my buddy Scott on. He's got, like, this new channel that he's trying to get off. And I was like, that's perp- that's fine. If there's certain guests that I've had that recommend people that I... I'm like, Coley's not gonna have some dud of a friend that's gonna that's gonna come on and just not, not be able to. And then I saw your channel. Um, I was like, okay, cool. This is kind of cool. I do like it, it's different. And I like anyone that does stuff like this too, because it's always kind of fun to talk about because a lot of times we'll have some of the similar stories or you know, newer stories that you can probably be prepared for if you keep going, which it seems like you will you seem to dig it. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm enjoying it. I you know, I quit my job back in January. I was working as Nations Lending, a small, like, lending company. I worked there for, like, three years. I was a loan officer, got promoted to sales manager, absolutely, like, killed it. Rates were low, too. It was all about work ethic. So I was working like a, you know, working like a dog. But at the same time, it was rewarding. It felt fun. It felt like I was finally, like, doing something with my life. My dad passed away in October. That kind of took a toll on me a little bit. And then in the month of December, they closed my branch. Nations Lending shut down four branches. So my branch got closed along with three others, and they kept me. The corporate office did because I was one of the best, quote unquote, producers. That's the word they use. Kind of cheesy. I don't like it. But they kept me, and I stuck around through December, and I finished the shit show of the month that it was. So I, you know, I had, I took on an extra 15 loans that I had nothing, no, had no idea what was going on with them. But I took them on, found a way to get as many closed as possible. January came around, and I was just burnt to shit. I was at corporate and I told myself, I have enough to keep me busy through the end of the month and I'm gonna quit it. I'm gonna quit at the end of January. Middle of January, I get a message from my new like sales manager or whatever, and he said, Hey, can we have a talk about your production? Because I pretty much stopped trying at that point. I just maintained the loans I had. I walked in and I just said, You know what? I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm done. So after I quit, I came home and this is when I still had longer hair, super long hair. My best friend's wife would bleach my hair every couple months just to keep it fun and, you know, tacky blonde. I thought I looked like the perfect, like, white trash trailer girl. (laughs) But, you know, trailer park Barbie. Oh,
0: long and blonde.
1: Oh, yeah, super. It was, like, you know, down to my shoulders. Like, I, you know, I got told I looked like a generic Hulk Hogan or, like, a WWE wrestler, but it was a fun look. And the one day she was redoing my hair, and we just had a conversation of what I want to do with my life and, like, what are my goals and... I went to school at University of Akron for six years. Undergrad was radio, TV, communications. Grad school was sports science and coaching, so I do have a master's. But while I was in grad school, I was working in the athletic department as, like, their video guy and doing the the stand-ups, the play-by-play, you know, making content for them. And I absolutely loved it And because, you know, I always come up with new ideas. I like video editing. I just like, you know, being on air, asking questions, like kind of being a host, sort of like this. And so I kind of went home after that hair job, if you will. And I like went on the computer and I just said, what could I do that would be meaningful to me? Something that I could get behind. And so like I started typing down, like, what am I good at? What do I enjoy? What makes me happy? And I kind of just came up with this idea of starting this brand of Stay Beautiful America, um, and what would be fun to do with that. And the idea of a talk show and interviewing different types of people that are interesting and what they can bring and you know showcase them and say, hey. You know, we're all at the end of the day. We're all people. We all have a store. We all have something that's unique about us that makes us different. And I thought that would be just a really cool way to like, you know, put someone on a pedestal. And so that's kind of what I came up with. And then along the way, I started coming up with other ideas for like fun content just to keep things, you know, keep people on their toes, I guess. So that's sort of where we got to with this whole, you know, channel and where we are today.
0: The Keep America that that's a it's a good play. It's a play without being a political play. It's almost like when I heard the name, and I do want to ask like why you picked that, but the reason that it kind of resonated with me, because it first I'm just like it, it it kinda had a political connotation, but oh, then it you, clearly you, you
1: think of Make America Great Again. Yeah, of course. Exactly. But
0: then I also think of like, you know, America the beautiful, the bold and the be- it, it's the it's the it just—I went on like a rabbit hole of kind of what I thought about it. Yeah. So, and
1: then obviously I started watching. I'm like, there's obviously no political connotation. None. I am the Which least political person. I've never voted once in my life for a president. I don't give a shit about politics. Yeah. My philosophy is, if you're not in the one percent, you're fucked no matter what. <laughs> Unless you have millions of dollars and you don't care what your your bank account looks like, you're fucked in some sense. So my whole thing was "Stay Beautiful, America." Was. Probably when I was like 22, 23, I started these like random nightly videos. I would just post them on Snapchat and send them to friends. Wouldn't even be a story. So I would send them to like 10 people and it was called the recap of the night. And I would always just, you know, say this is your recap of the night. I'm talking to the phone for one minute. You know, I'm either really fucked up or I'm just kind of buzzed. But I'd let people know, hey, this is where I was tonight. I did this. I did that. I saw so and so. I did, you know. And then I would always end it with, Stay beautiful, America. I love you guys. Have a good one. And it just sort of seemed to like kind of flow and seemed like. I like it. Kind of catchy, just off the wall. And I know it's a little bit of Ron Burgundy with like the Stay Classy San Diego. It's got a similar vibe, but like, I don't know. It just, it, the moment I said that for the first time, I was like in my parents' basement at like 2 30 in the morning making one of the videos and I was fucked up. And I go, like, yeah, dude, that's kind of good Like, that hey, that that could work It's got to be a name that
0: you like And it's got to be, I mean, there's obviously like a, I think a story behind it's cool And then it's also, I mean, naming something like that is tough I don't know if you've ever played in a band before But naming a band is hard Oh,
1: yeah, exactly it's,
0: You know, naming a band is really hard Because you're like, you have to tell people that's your name I remember the first band I was in Everyone would say a name I'm like, fuck, I can't tell anyone I'm in that band you know and that that was it, it was like there's five of us all trying to find a name that we thought was cool funny and cool that we were that we wouldn't mind telling people And it, it fit forever. the band and yeah. the
1: concept.
0: Yeah. And so you have like five people all trying to achieve the same thing with three different ways that it could hit and then all of you agree on it. It takes forever. Oh yeah. And then the only thing that was harder was naming a child which is like naming a fucking planet. <laughs> <laughs> because people would send shit over to you and they'd be like this is a cute name I'm like that's a cute name for a child. He has to get a job someday. <laughs> you know, he, he, I, I like the name. I'm not saying I don't like the name, but eventually he's not going to be four forever. He's going to have to be a 25 year old one day and someone's going to be like, should we pick this guy or this guy whose name is this? And they're going to be like, I can't say that name seriously. So we're going with the other guy. If people can say whatever they want. That's a conversation that's happened before. Oh,
1: without I've doubt. seen
0: people's resumes come across at companies I worked for. I'm like, no fucking way they're hiring that person. It's too dumb of a name. That's exactly. a very small, fickle thing that everyone says shouldn't happen. And I promise you it's happening today. It's somewhere oh. in a lot of places. You can get disqualified from jobs for very simple things. And I think being in, I, I've worked in corporate for 20 something years. I don't know. So I I know some of those things and I as now and that's what happens when you become a dad you just start worrying about everything. People are like, "What about this? What about this?" I'm like, "I'm terrified that no one's going to come to his birthday party." Like that's a huge fear I have. And my wife's like, "Why is that your biggest fear?" We got to make sure he stays alive the first six months. (laughs) And I'm like, "Cool." Now I have two. Like it's just you just start thinking about shit like that. For sure. But yeah, the name matters. It's got to be something that you really dig and like cool logo, everything. Like, and you do that. I do appreciate that. He brought me a shirt, by the way, too. So I do appreciate that. That's really cool. I
1: called the t-shirts free human billboards. I purposely picked like a nice t-shirt material, the color comforts, and I don't charge anyone. I ordered about, I think I have about like 75 of them. I'm almost out, but... My whole concept was I'd rather give out nice T-shirts for free to people that are actually going to support this and get behind it. And, you know, you're not going to wear it to Forward or you're not going to wear it to Goodnight John Boy, but if you're running to Target or Walgreens to pick up whatever you need, it's just a comfort shirt, and it's easy, fits loose, and it looks good. And the name, like I said, for me, I think I really like the name about it because it it's really positive. And our whole country itself, America, is just... A melting pot of different people and I'm a very like my biggest thing in life I wouldn't say in life but I'm very up, upbeat positive I really try hard not to be like you know the Debbie Downer I I've worked with people like that and a big thing for me is like if you're gonna be in a funk it's cool it happens to all of us but Don't don't be a mood killer. You know, you got to be the person that uplifts everybody. Be the light of be the, the light of beam that can make someone's day go from good to great. Don't be the person that's, you know, constantly sucking the energy out of the room. And I think the name Stay Beautiful America fits that type of, you know, personality or what I'm looking for with the show and the people I'm trying to talk to because you know, at the end of the day, like I said, we all have a story. We all have something different about ourselves that make us interesting. How can I showcase you and show you in that light?
0: Uh, yeah, I. That's the best part about having guests is it's a. The way I always looked at it was a guest. The reason I I am only guest now is because every week you get a new audience. You know, you get a new audience. You get five of them to stay. You know, and then after a while, that's how you build an audience. Because I mean. Since we've been sitting here, 10 new podcasts have started. I mean, there's a lot of them. Literally. They're everywhere. Most of them don't make it past 10, 15 episodes, because I think a lot of people have it in their mind. They're like, I don't understand. I've done 10 of these. Why am I not everywhere? Exactly. It's like because one, the market is wildly saturated. saturated. And then two... I mean, look, no one's going to do anything different anymore. They're not. It's just, it's been, it, everything's been done and that, that that's not to deter anybody, but it's to let them know that's why you got to, it's, it's a grind. You, you got to put in the work. You got to put in some work, man. And when we, when I say put in work, I mean, you got to sit in a room and have a beer with somebody. That's not work.
1: No, it's really you not. You know,
0: when someone's like, I can't believe you got that far. I'm like, I can't believe people are blown away by this. This is not, I get to meet new people every single week that I never thought I'd do when I hit my age. I thought I'm like, nope my age is this everyone in my life. That's my life, whether I like them or not. Like I've made friends through this. Like that's, that's why I get blown away when people kind of give up on it. I know podcasters are like, I don't know, man, I think I'm, I'm thinking about stopping. It's just not going where I want it to go. I'm like, well then take it somewhere else. Yeah. Do something else
1: with it. Reinvent the show, come up with a different concept. But as long as you're putting out the content and you're, as you said, different type of guests each week, people that have a different reach, And just show like, hey, you know, you said comedians or people that work in the news, sports people, athletes, musicians, the more types of the different diversity that you can bring onto your show is only going to help have you expand.
0: You'd be surprised how many people will reach out to you after a while, too, and just say, I don't know if you thought about it. It happened to me twice today. Someone's like, you should check these guys out. And I went, I'm like, I'll check that out. That looks kind of cool. And I've never done that one before, that type of thing before. It's cool. It's new. Yeah, fighters and models and entrepreneurs and bar owners and comics and, you know, news personalities, athletes, anything like that. Those are all amazing. And I've done a lot of those. But then for someone to actually send me something, I'm like, I've never done that before. I want to do that now. And that's, again, another group of people that you're not going to. And now it's, you know. Everyone kind of brings a new audience to it. Even if you got 400 or half a million, and I've had both, you know, I mean, the, you'd be surprised. Like the half a million ones don't always have the most listens.
1: No, probably The people not. that have
0: 2,000 that are really loved in the community, a lot of times those things will crush. Yes. Yeah,
1: it's amazing. That's funny that you said 2,000. The guy that I just did my last show with had about 2,000, and I posted a couple different things and went off the charts. Yeah? It was just like, holy shit. Yeah. But then again, like you know, the people that I, I, I've talked to a couple others that have larger followings, and some of them didn't do as well. But for me, I just—it's just still just the consistency, putting it out there, and feeling good about what you're doing. I think is the biggest thing for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, you just gotta dig it, and it's if if this tr- if I was having people over here and I was just like, God, I can't believe I have to do this again. Like I wouldn't be doing. No, that.
1: yeah, you'd just stop it all. Just that's a waste of
0: your time. It's a waste of their time. You know, and that'll come out, you know. You don't have to know me to know if I'm bored, you know. Just, like, I don't have to know you to know if you're over there. It's like, I don't know, man. I started because I... I liked it, I guess. What time is it? Fuck. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, that's, if you're not into it, the person you're talking to is not Oh, going you can read
1: it. it right off rip. It's yeah, the f- it's simple. Within the first two minutes, you're like, oh, is this person going to be good or is this going to be a little rough?
0: Yeah. Sometimes it takes a little, it takes a little bit of time to kind of pull someone out. And then I think they just get comfortable. You yeah. got to be a little disarming. You know, you got to have that kind of personality where you can make someone feel comfortable because again, you don't know them.
1: Well, it's funny you're talking about that. I did my second episode was pretty bad. It was with my best friend. I love the guy. He's definitely the more reserved one between us. yeah. and when he we did the episode, it was the day after the Indians home opener, and this was the most fucked up I've ever gotten him. I got him absolutely hammered. So he threw he was puking all morning and then he showed up to my house looking like just death. And I somehow managed to get a show out of him. but after editing it and putting it together, I was like, dude, we did pretty bad. Like I shouldn't have posted this, but I, w- I wanted to, cause I f- thought it was cool and explained our friendship. But I realized like, Hey dude, we got to do this again. And I got to get you to loosen up a little bit more. And I, I should have known within the first 10 minutes of like talking with him that he wasn't feeling it. He was, you know, like,
0: yeah, it's, it's, well, again, it's hard to like, I think a lot of people think like you, you, you have friends that have told you, I can be a comedian. I know you have. Oh, we
1: all have. We all have have that friend.
0: That's not that. It's not. I know it looks cool and it looks like they're not trying and they're just having fun and they are probably. But it's not easy. And some people will be like, oh, you know, I'd love to come on and, and talk on your podcast. I think I'd kill. I'm like, I don't think you would. You know, if I ask you a question and just look at you, now you're like, oh, shit. I hope this is a good answer I'm about to give. What if it's not a good answer I'm about to give? What if it's not a long enough answer? What if this isn't as long as the other episodes cause you went and then I know it and then that's what people start thinking about?
1: Yeah, you can't think about it. You just gotta be confident in yourself and just know like, hey, I'm gonna fuck this shit up. Like yeah. I'm I'm the man. Like yeah. I'm not worried about what they think, but I feel good about it and Yeah, it's it's
0: it's I don't know. It's it's definitely I think it's easy. I think it can be easy, but I also understand that can be kind of difficult. Um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why everyone doesn't do this. It's just, it's just such a cool thing to do. And now at this point, I know other podcasts, and we just have each other on their. <laughs> yeah, for a sure. bullshit, like Coley will just come over, and we'll watch a movie. <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's the episode. You know, you can do kind of like not blow off episodes, but one where it's just kind of more just a relaxing. Back. One, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me, what I really like, my goal for everything is, is to like have a guest come over. I obviously, you know, I know we're going to talk about video production and things like that later, but my whole goal of it is to just have it like two people sitting down, shooting the shit, and it's like you're at the bar for an hour and a half. It's the best way to do it. Having a couple drinks, and we're sitting there just pretending someone's serving us, and whatever conversation comes along, comes along. You might have a couple of topics you want to touch base on, but there's no point in my mind where I'm like, Okay, well, now we've talked about this for five minutes, so let's stop and let's move to the next topic. It's just... Tell, uh, when was your first one? My first episode with a guest, or I should say, like, it's probably like end of March, beginning of April in that okay. time I frame. I remember the
0: first one. I don't remember the date on it,
1: though. I don't okay. either. The first one was just me by myself and just kind of explaining yeah. like who I am, why I'm doing this, and what I kind of plan to do who was your first guest it was my best friend and it was that was your friend okay. that was really bad okay it I wasn't didn't... wasn't entertaining i love the guy to death but he was you know he was hung over i didn't get him in his you know i didn't get him a little buzzed up to help out i felt bad that i even posted it. i t- i was texting him today ironically and i said hey dude let's come over tomorrow and like let's bang out a better episode yeah. like l- hey, i've gotten mean... practice under my belt now yeah, i feel better about it
0: Go back to go back to uh, the beginning of my episodes.
1: They started at three.
0: Like I took the first two
1: down like a while ago. Oh wow, you took your first two off. I was like, nope, those are fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> they were now, so bad. Were they bad because of you or the guests or there were no guests? it was just you and Brian. So it's it's
0: no, it wasn't even Brian. And that's the other thing. but you talk about kind of reinventing it. I've done it four times. So this start originally started out. It was me, my friend Patrick, and this other guy. The other guy was so bad that we had like probably eight or nine practice we, we called them practice episodes. They were supposed to be ones we were going to use. Eventually. Eventually, but he would he just kept saying shit, and we're like, God damn it, you can't say shit like that. And he'd be like, Why? Like, cause it's a, like he he would make multiple like rape jokes.
1: Oh. And that's not gonna fly. We would
0: all just like he would make the joke, and then me and the other guy would be like, God Well, at least we're practicing, because we obviously can't use this. And the other reason, too, is because they're long, joking, like, segments, so you can't take out four seconds. You have to take out six minutes. Exactly. Or the whole thing doesn't make sense. Which is the other reason I tell people up front I don't edit, because I had a guy, uh, his name was uh, uh, Ryan, really cool guy, documentary filmmaker, and this wasn't his fault. But he came on, and we talked a lot about some of the, the projects he had coming up, and then he messaged me, like, Three days later, I was like, "Man, I am so sorry, but I shouldn't have talked about that one." Turns out, it's on hold. It's not greenlit. We thought it was good to go. Is there any way you can take that out? I'm like, "No." I mean, I can,
1: but and, it's gonna but ruin. We, it's gonna ruin the
0: rest of that bit or that segment. Not even that. Like, because we'll we would we referenced it throughout the entire the, show. Yeah, so I would have to take out five to ten minute bits in six different places, and I'm like, and then it's not that we would talk about it. At length for six different times, I would say, "Oh yeah, like you mentioned with this," and then we would talk about. What, I'm like, "I can't." I'm like, "The whole thing's gone." I'm like, and he's like, "I'm like, you can come back." I don't. I know that's a lot to ask, and he's like, "I'll come back." So, huh. but you know, it wasn't his fault. But when you're doing ones like this, like the the, uh, it's not a Q and A, so you can't just take out that one. No, section. yeah,
1: it's not just a question answer. On yeah. to the next one.
0: In this, so the with that this was that was the first kind of version of what this was, yeah. and then um, eventually that guy just left, but he was in, he was on the first one and referenced in the second one, so we just got rid of him, and then my buddy, we got to like episode 35, and he's like, I'm just busy with life, I can't, I'm like, that's completely fine, I knew Brian, because I'd interviewed Brian, for because uh, we do live shows too, and uh, I texted him, like, do you want to do this with me, so he did it for me for like 90 episodes, and then Brian got busy too, like for me, it's... A lot easier for me because, you know, I have a nine to five job. My schedule is a little easier to be flexible around and it's in my
1: house. Yeah. You work from home. So that so, right there, it's just like.
0: So when uh, I, t- when I talked to Brian, I was like, look, you're just too busy. You can't do this. And you don't have a normal schedule. And most people I talk to don't have normal schedules. That's why it's so hard to schedule things. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm just going to do it by myself. I have guest hosts come over sometimes too, but it's so easy now because I'm working around my schedule and their schedule and that's it. Exactly. And I can knock out. Episodes like I got another one Thursday, I got another one Sunday. I mean, I'm scheduling out and I have two I haven't released, so I I, it's that's amazing,
1: it's easier for me. That's the best way to have it, and that's what I'm kind of hoping to achieve is to where I can get to the point. At least with the talk show, like with the wing reviews and the mixing with Nixon. Those can be bonuses. Those are bonuses. Exactly. That's filler stuff just to keep it occupied. Yeah. And I enjoy still doing that stuff because I love chicken wings and I love to make drinks and I love drinking drinks. So those for me are still enjoyable, but it's not as satisfying as sitting down and talking with someone. But I haven't been able to get to the point yet where I can do three in a week Release one and edit it, and then still have two on the back burner, but still continuously like get more to you know get more scheduled. The not, logistics
0: of it's the hardest part. That
1: that is exactly the biggest thing I've been running into, and I don't mind it. Like I it's I I just want to make sure that whatever I put out is quality and like you know. Quality and relatable is the biggest thing I'm looking for.
0: What, what frequency are you looking for? Like weekly?
1: I would love to do my... This is actually ironic that you said that. I would love to do one episode of Stay Beautiful America a week, but also still have some in the back burner because for me, nothing is... Nothing's really time-sensitive in terms of the show. Like, I'm still just showcasing you. Obviously, if there's a certain topic that comes up that's very present day, then that might get a priority, and I'll try to get it out as soon as possible. But otherwise, if we're just talking about you as a person and what you do and what makes you unique, there's no rush on that. Like, it's not going to change. And if you tell them to. Like, if, if you say, we're doing this today... I'm scheduling them to have this out. You know, I, the oh, end of July. Oh, I tell them every time. I'm yeah. like, hey, we did this. T- we did this on Monday. Expect it to come out next Monday. No one cares. No one, everyone's fine with it. Oh, and then like the wing reviews. I tip every Thursday. I uh, I go out and do at least three or four reviews on a on a Thursday. Just bang out three or four. If I go to like Berea, Ohio City, Tremont, I just drive to one part of town that's different and hit up four bars or four spots because it. Why Why drive there four different times? So then, I have wing reviews for days on backup because I mean, again, those aren't going to go bad. It's not nope, like that's the way to do and it. And then the Mixin' with uh. Nixon, I started. My best friend actually like made the joke to me. He he actually came up with the concept. I'll give him this. He messaged me the video of someone drinking on YouTube and like trying a drink at home. And I, he goes, "You'd be really good at this. Like, you love to drink, and you used to bartend, and I know you like to make drinks for people. So why don't you ask for suggestions?" And make drinks at home and review them. And I go, that's actually genius. And he goes, you can call it Mixin' with Nixon. And the moment yeah. he said that, I go, damn, that's clutch. It's a good it's a good idea. It so, is a good idea. So yeah. I went to the bar, I, not the bar, I, I went to Sapels over on what Seventeen. Yeah. And I literally got a shopping cart and threw in the entire kitchen sink. Like, I... The lady at Sapel's goes, are you having a party? And I go, no, I'm making videos. And she goes, what are you doing? And I go, I'm going to make some bartending videos. (laughs) And she's like, oh, okay. So I ordered some, like, pour spouts on Amazon, some jiggers, you know, all the bar materials. I already have a bar in my house set up, so I was like, this is ready to rock and roll. I had the backdrop. I had the, like, you know, the look that I wanted. I just needed to do the execution. So the Mixin' with Nixon, if I can put two of those out a week... And, you know, have a guest come on, do it with me. Like yesterday I did one with my mom. She came over and, like, we had a little afternoon together. And I told her, I said, hey, before we go on the funny bus and, like, go out for the night, we're doing a mixing with Nixon. And she goes, do I have to? And I go, you don't have a choice. Get over here, Tammy. Like, come on. And so, you know, I would like to be able to put out, like, I don't want to say a video every day because I feel like that might be obnoxious. But if I put out, like I said, two to three wing reviews a week, two mixing with Nixons, and one talk show, that's enough to keep you engaged and be like, okay, who did he talk to this week? Where did he eat wings? What drinks did he make? And I mean, these are all things I'm actually genuinely passionate about, so it's not like I'm faking it or like, oh God, I gotta go eat chicken wings again before I used to enjoy chicken wings by myself on my free time, but now it's kind of become a job where it's like, oh, I can't really you know I'm going to this night I'm going to this bar that I love and I know they have great wings, but I've eat you know i if I'm gonna eat wings, I gotta be on camera and give a review. Hey, I agree. I like all those i I think. I think
0: the approach is right. And this is just my opinion. I don't fucking know. Um, The approach is right. I don't think... I wouldn't put out... I never want to put out more than one interview a week cuz i want to give it its own week. Yes,
1: give it its own week to breathe. Let it breathe. Yeah, Cuz i, I don't, don't want it to get eaten up by someone exactly. else, you know, cuz Exactly. You know, it,
0: well, there. You're already on uh, you already know what i'm saying, but it's a, it's a if i talk to someone like a really cool artist i really enjoy or a good musician, but then i have on somebody that's, you know, got a really big and loyal following, i don't want that episode to get eaten up by
1: another one. Yes. And
0: i want to give it time. Give it, let but it... the other ones are bonuses. Like you can do the wings whenever, you can exactly. do that whenever. Um, have you done an old fashioned one?
1: I actually no, I did the Manhattan. The old fashioned is the other suggestion I wanted to do, but I did the Manhattan and old fashioned I can do. Yeah,
0: old fashioned that's that's my go-to drink. That's your go-to? Time. That's my go-to. Yeah.
1: What's your favorite bourbon or rye? So for an old fashioned, I
0: think Woodford or Elijah Craig is always oh, really Oh, I love Elijah that, Craig. That, Woodford's
1: that. my definite favorite
0: though, but I am good with either one. Um if they I, that's what I tell them. If a good bartender asks you what you prefer with it, um, you know, I'll say Woodford or Elijah Craig. I'm good with either one of those. But I, I love, love, love a good old fashioned. Yeah. If you have no one to do that with, I'll do that one with you.
1: I live right up the road. That would Fuck be yeah, fun. And I, I would prefer to have more guests on on with that, just to make it more engaging. Hey, I would happily do that. Yeah, you can somehow talk me into having an old
0: fashioned. But then we'd probably have like two long. or three more and Look, a couple. It's not of- a science, man. All right, I'm not. <laughs> That's funny, I uh, do. I like those. I mean, as far as wings, I'm also very passionate about wings. I think wings are for me, are like wings, pizza, and breakfast. So I think love breakfast. Food. So if somebody visits Cleveland, I feel it is a duty of mine that I have to know where the best of those three are. Yeah. If someone's like steak, I'm like, if you really want like a high end steak, there's like well, there's, two places. Well, there's, there's, three.
1: A, Well, there's tons of take steak yeah. houses, and yeah, but, any uh, any fine dining steakhouse you go to, you're not really gonna yeah. have a bad steak. No, not, not you're really. You're just gonna like if you want a high end, a high end, really nice,
0: then yeah, just go to like Marble Room or Red. Yeah. If you want like a, a, a like one that's maybe not as expensive, I can give you a couple options. But when someone's like wings, I need to know. I'm like, all right, man. Here are the five where I think you should go to one of those. Where are your Pizza? five? Woodstock's one of mine. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, good Company has very good. I've rooms. heard that's
1: the second time I've heard that, and that's good. out in Parma, right? No, it's it's no. A, it's it's right over here, like house uh, Oh wait, no, up. yeah, okay, no. Good comp- where's Gordon Square. Gordon, Gordon Square. Square. Good Company. Has, Ten minutes from where we're sitting. The other, the other one must have been Good Place or Good Times out in Parma. There I think was, Good Times one. Yeah. That was another place I got referred to because at this point. I've my notepad on my phone yeah. is just. It
0: also depends on what you're looking for for wings. Like if uh, I'm a
1: big deep fried guy, same thin breading, real crispy, yeah. good seasoning, and give me the best sauce you have.
0: That's why Woodstock is so good because Woodstock one they give you their big ass, they're wings, good size, and they did they're like you know what? Here are the wings. Here are four sauces. You do what you want. Yeah, I was like. Man, that's really a good idea. That's brilliant.
1: And the dry rub they have was good. (laughs) I I was asking the server about it, and she said it's just a secret ingredient of blends. She wouldn't tell me, but... The flavorness and the smokiness, because like for me, like I said, I prefer the deep fried, but I can always appreciate a really good smoked wing when you can bite into it. It's tender, it's juicy, like brew kettle or yes. uh, brew kettle. Uh, Fatheads had a fat had smoked heads, immigrant wings. son has immigrant yeah. immigrant sons, immigrant sons, wings sons are very good. like brew kettles. Where I, they're yes. they're the whole yes. wing and leg you gotta, together. You got to break it good.
0: up. Very very good.
1: I didn't do, but a, some people don't like that, which I can understand. I do too. It's not a preference, but I I didn't do an official review at immigrant Sons I went there with my cousins. Had no idea they even had wings, and we obviously ordered them. Food in but general, I was their like, food's
0: very, very. Good. Oh
1: yes, and the flights of beers. Amazing. I love their. Uh, what did they have? They had a chicken paprikash, which my grandma used oh, to make. Oh, it's so
0: good, right? So, and they all just—it's so simple and so goofy, but just like their fried bread. When, you because know, it's a Hungarian joint, and like the yeah. uh, my buddy works there, and uh, the owner came out and uh, was just talking to us, and I'm just like. Fried bread, and he's just like, hold on, and he just brought it to me. I'm just like, well, sir, that is fucking genius, and it's so good. But yeah, that place is great. The reason I mentioned Good Company because it, the way I describe the Good Company wings, um, you ever had like ribs, and someone's like, oh man, the rib, like the meat just falls off the bone. That's how their wings are. Now, are they deep fried or smoked or how are the wings? I honestly are they baked? No, they're not baked. I think that they're fried, but they're they're kind of doused in sauce. Which normally I'm like, don't douse it. But it works for these. And it's I really don't know like like what they're doing or how they're actually yeah. doing it. But literally like you eat it
1: and everything just... it just kind
0: of just falls off. And it's it's really, really good. I highly recommend good Company. No, I'll definitely check it out. I mean that's hot skip and a jump. Yeah, there, there's just some really and pizza obviously is something I think if someone comes in down, I gotta tell them where to go. Where do you, you know? suggest? El Rion. You gotta go to El Rion. Never been. Where's that? El Gordon Square. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you that area is yeah. there are some amazing places yeah. there. Uh, Harlow's for sure, which is right down the street, yep. um, which I'm sure you know. Uh, Sense is great. Yep. had that. Sense is very, very good. Um, then there's a couple that I think are that kind of fly under the radar. Masthead downtown actually. Has oh, really those good are great pizza.
1: pies. The, the, Ironic that you brought that place up. The first time I went there was with my dad after I think a Browns game. I was already off my rocker. I was, I hit it hard and we went to Masthead and this was like my maybe one of my last like really fond memories with my dad. And we went to Masshead and we each got a pizza. And they were kind of like thin a little bit. They're they were were thinner, crusty. yeah. But just it's that, took took both of the pies. That down. place does
0: not get the credit for how good their pizza is. I agree. And uh really just down the street, Humble Wine Bar has got really good pizza. Oh, I've
1: had a couple from there too, and they have nice drinks. Yes. Not just wine, no, but they like have very the actual good. cocktails. They have there very, are very, 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 nice. very, very
0: good drinks. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, those I think are, I think are the top ones. There's other ones that I think have good pizza, but for me at this point, if I'm getting pizza, it's gotta be from one of those places, you know, like you're never going to catch me and no disrespect to them. Like I'm not going to Papa John's anymore. Oh Like there's too many good options that are so close to me to to waste a pizza on something like that. You can't,
1: if I'm going to eat a pizza knowing that it's carbs, cheese and sauce, I better get one that's. Not somewhere else I can like I can only get it at one place or nowhere else. I don't want to
0: no. Agreed. And boom's pretty good. This new joint that just opened up. I
1: actually've had I had booms two times so far. They had the there was like the hot and hot and spicy with the honey hot sauce that you that was amazing. And then I did another one that was like the Supreme. And they have the little like I don't want to say like marinara, but they have those like dipping sauces. You know what I'm talking about? One looks green and those were fantastic. I mean, it's a little bit of a pricier joint for like just a one-size pizza with six slices, but the quality is there.
0: Yeah, I that yeah, that I don't mind. I, I really never don't. gets
1: I'm not someone who ever gets sticker shock. I'm paying for quality. So if I'm paying like 20 bucks for a pizza, I expect it to be top notch. You know, I'm not going to sit oh, yeah, there yeah. and gripe about it and be like, Oh, I paid $20 for a pizza and I only got six slices. No, those six slices were the com. Like yeah. I'm, you know, each bite was like orgasmic and a little, in that sense, like, wow, yeah, this it's, is It's great. really, really good. Yeah. I, I have no, yeah, I have no problem doing that. I think those
0: are, I think those are the best ones. And and if you're going to have i I'm sure there's other ones that I just don't know. Oh, yeah, but for sure. Honestly, I'm older and I have a kid. I don't venture that far away. You know, I stay here, Tremont, Gordon Square, Hingetown. I would rarely go downtown. And then, you know, Lakewood. You know, those are my spots. Ohio City. You know, that's as far as I go. If someone's like, there's a good one in Parma, I'm like, I trust you. I'm never going to go there. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's just not – I'm just not going to do that. What about your breakfast joints? Ooh, man. There's a couple – so there's – it also kind of depends on what you want. If you just want, you want like a diner.
1: I, I, I love the diner feels, but I do love a good fancy breakfast as well. So that's, too. that's a good point that you mentioned. I do too. So, um, La Petite Triangle and Tremont is really good.
0: Never had that one. It's yet. uh, it's a little bit cause they have like crepes, which is very rare. Yeah. But I really like them.
1: Cause they always have French toast, waffles, pancakes, yeah. but crepes yeah. is definitely that's different. Really, the good. minority.
0: I really like that a lot. Um, diner I mean the place to be it's just got such a greasy diner feel and I fucking I mean, funny that you I said am here that. for it man. I took
1: my mom there this morning because every time my mom sleeps over we always do like a different breakfast joint in Lakewood so we've done my friends we did Dina's we did the shore my friends is great I love my friends that's my favorite but we did the shore we did the gray dog we've been to a bunch but this morning when we woke up she goes where are you taking me for breakfast today and I go the place to be and she goes well where are we going yeah. and I go <laughs> the place to be and she he goes is that what it's called and i go yes the the Ori the, the double chocolate oreo pancakes are on another level it's so funny you bring up gray dog diner because
0: i've told multiple people they might low-key have some of the best pancakes in the city they're i've never very, had their pancakes they're but- very fluffy and they're they're they also have really good breakfast wraps
1: oh i've had the my favorite is their chorizo omelet great it's really good real good
0: Rally Inn is really good. I had their um,
1: wings there, fantastic. Rally and Inn's I I a like cool the place. vibe. I want to yeah. go back there more I do too. just to try anyone more. If anyone doesn't food. know Rally
0: Inn is the pl- it's literally like across the street from the Christmas, Christmas Story House. House. Said that in the wing review. Yeah, I do. I really like that place a lot. Um man, breakfast just ugh. Again, that that's kind of, Oh, Bats downtown. Uh Bats Grumpy's? downtown, Grumpies is great. It's just so hard to get into. Yes, that's you know, definitely hard. You, you got to almost make a reservation. If you're going to if you're going if you're going to go to Grumpy's with a with a group, it's going to be a while. And it's because it's good. Uh, Lucky's Cafe is yes. really, really good. Have you been to Martha on the Fly? I have yet oh, to... Be, I, yeah. I've never
1: been, but I, I heard that it. was really good. I really recommend that.
0: There's actually a... Look it up when you're done. Uh, Doug Tratner, who I mentioned, um, he did a great review. And this is why he's so good. His review of Martha on the Fly, it, it just goes so deep. He's not just talking about food. He's talking about, hey... The place that Marth on the Fly used to be, and I've never thought about it this way, the location of it used to be four different things. Now, to me, and there's a place in Lakewood that you'll probably know where Sauce Tapron is. That's been four or five different things, which leads a lot of people to believe that it's just a location that's never going to be successful. The Marth on the Fly moves into this place, and people, I mean, you have it, you
1: love it. That's my opinion. I think it's really good. That's another one for sure. That's where I'm taking Tammy next. Then I would definitely take her there. All right, favorite. I gotta ask you this then: If you're having a breakfast or a brunch, are you doing a Bloody Mary or a Mimosa, or Bloody what's Mary. your breakfast drink? If it's if it's not a beer, it's a Bloody Mary. Spicy or regular? Spicy, always. Thank you. And I love the one place. Uh, what was it? Southside has like the the big ass fried jalapeno yeah, with yeah. their bloody
0: I do like theirs. Southside's one that's gone down for me that I don't go to anymore.
1: I only went to it one time and it was good like I liked their bacon because it was super thick cut. Like it yeah, almost yeah, 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 yeah. it was like ham. like it was like big piece of ham. But for me like I'm I I'd rather I I, I don't want to say I'm cheap. I'm not ever sticker shock. I'm never cheap, but like I'd rather pay for like a bigger portion. And have like maybe lower quality ingredients and pay less, and like have that diner feel, then kind of pay for the upscale brunch where there's fancy ingredients, but you don't get as much and you're paying more. Uh,
0: I, I I would tend to agree. That's the vibe
1: I yeah. got from Southside, where like again, it was good food, but you know I spent thirty dollars for French toast and an omelet. Where if I go to my friends at two o'clock in the morning, I'm fifteen dollars in for eggs, toast, pancakes, yeah, and the whole. The whole spread. I
0: I agree. And Southside, there's so many great places in Tremont. And Southside was one of my favorites. But the last – and we'll never go to a place and have a bad experience and just say it's bad. But with the last three times we went, it was pretty
1: bad. Like the service or the food Service is really
0: bad, but I'm leaning. Service doesn't bother me. I
1: used to bartend and serve, so, so I I look for any reason to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah,
0: I, I don't care. I honestly don't care about service. Uh, it's I mean, obviously, I, I would like good service, but if it's taking longer and it's busy, I'm like, the, I know what food, you're talking about.
1: Uh, the waiting on the food, that will never bother me. No. But if the service itself or the server isn't attentive or you, you're waiting 10 minutes to get your check or you're waiting 10 yeah. minutes... That's when I'm like, okay, like and the food. The
0: food quality was bad.
1: If the food, if the food quality's there and you waited a while, it's okay. okay. Yeah. But care. if the food quality sucks and you waited a while and the service was slow, then it's really hard to be like, yeah, it's, I want to go back. And I want to. I do. I, I wanted
0: the place to be good, but and then you know I talked to my buddy a couple weeks after that. I'm like, I'm not going back there. He Goes. Last two times I've been there, it's been the exact same thing. I think we're done with it too. But Tremont's got that's that's where La Petite Triangle is. Um, that's where I'm kind of bummed out, but I don't think it's going to open back up. Was the uh, uh, Avenue Tap Room? What is that place called? Fuck in Tremont? Yeah, it's like right on the outskirts, like right when you get off the exit. Something Tap Room Avenue Tap. Ah, fuck. Oh, I can't think of it. Um, but either way, oh, in Fat Cats out there is great. So yeah, I don't know. It's it just that's the great thing about Cleveland, and that's why it kind of goes back to podcasting. Like people have asked me, "Do you are you worried you're going to run out of guests?" I'm like no, no, there's, nothing runs what, out. There's seven hundred thousand people in the city, I think. Yeah, I've talked to like one hundred and sixty five of them. I'm gonna say there's three thousand cool people in the city. So you got plenty more to <laughs> you work know, with. And exactly. Like, these restaurants I haven't touched. New stuff's going to open up. New musicians. Exactly. new Everything, man. So yeah, but Cleveland's got so many good. Food, beer, everything options, and I'd be remiss to not even talk about it because I talk whenever we're talking about food. If you want to go, I still think the best in the city, brewery, food, beer, Noble Beast downtown is the absolute best.
1: That's your that's your go to. I will.
0: I anyone comes in town, I tell them they have to visit Noble Beast. They have fantastic beer. Their their food is not bar food. Their food is
1: is that's that's what I'm looking for. I and
0: I like bar food. I do too. But people will say it's a brewery, so they're like expecting bar food. It's not.
1: It's far yes. better. It's
0: it's very very good.
1: That is such like a breath of fresh air. I've n- I have yet to eat at Noble Beast. I've I've been there for drinks, but I never have the time to sit down and actually eat. But for me. Like I love going to bars. I obviously love like a good quesadilla, chinger, chicken fingers, nachos, whatever. Like that's good munchy food. But very rarely do you find like a bar or brewery that offers actual entrees and high quality like meats and veggies and salads to you know actually satisfy your hunger, and not just eat something because you're drunk and you need a greasy entree. Yeah,
0: and we've never, we've never had a time where the food tasted like that in Obelby, and I'm. Not even ex- exaggerate when I say we've been there somewhere between seventy to hundred times. Holy hell. Well, I used to work right down there. So oh, so you're so right So I worked the down street. there a lot. So like I would go there and ma- masthead a lot. And I like Masthead. Masthead's another one. Their food's very good. Like yeah. it's it's not brewery food. It's high quality food. But then as soon as I discovered Noble Beast, not that I never went back to Masthead, but if I'm gonna go left or right and to the left is Noble Beast, I'm going left every single time. It's just they've an amazing veggie sandwich, really good burgers, a great fried chicken sandwich, a corn dog that is like a foot long, great fries that you can get spicy or not. They've they've brought back into my life just the chips and the onion dip because that's a thing on their menu and I'm like I forgot how much I love this shit. Right. They have really good wings. A good
1: crispy like fresh out the fryer yeah. chip. And then they also
0: they rotate like they have they have staples of beer staples of food but then they're always changing their menu oh. and adding new beers and all their beers are good. That's that place always is, a and plus. It's a cool place too, I just love
1: it. No, you need the diversity on the menu plus the ambiance. There's a lot of factors that play into like I don't want to say the rating of a place, but like if you can sit there and enjoy yourself and the service is good and they have a pl- wide variety of food and all of it's great. Plus the drinks, it you know. It's all of it, man. It really is. And that's why, like,
0: if someone were to say what are the five best restaurants in the city... Can't do it. Noble Beast is on that list. Oh. For me. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't be able to give a list, to be honest, because depending on the type of food... It'd be tough. Because
0: it depends on what I'm in the mood for.
1: Yeah, it depends on the mood... And again, there's, you know, are you, are we going for just a casual dinner or are we going for a fine dining? Because the casual dinners can have great food, just like the fine dining, I agree. but it's going to be a different, you know, spread or a different type I give, of.
0: Then I got to give, I, I try to give, if I'm giving five, then I give, I'm like, it's a, every five is a different experience. Brewery, Noble Beast, Pizza El Rion, Cocktail Awesome Menu, LBM. Like, not even close. You just want, like, a cool bar, cool patio, jukebox in Hingetown. Fucking greatest. And then you got to kind of throw in something a little weirder, which is if it's, like it's a vegan-only spot, Cloak and Dagger in Tremont. Amazing drinks. And we'll go there just because they're like, hey, we have this vegan BLT. I'm like, how the fuck you do that? I'm like, well, got to check
1: it out. How do you make a BLT with vegan? Well, they did it. <laughs> they did it. They, they make, make eggs. I'm pondering what what the B is. How, how's the bacon vegan? That's just like
0: tofu or chickpea, but, yeah. Which stuff I I like. It's it's good, but yeah. I'm like I already I also know what a actual BLT tastes like, so I'm just gonna get that, you know. But they're just I don't know, man. There's too many cool places, but I feel like it's just like a duty. I'm like, hey, what are the places? If I'm visiting, where should I go? And I'm like, well, I would try to hit up one of these places, and. I just think, as a Clevelander, as a person that's living in Cleveland, I got
1: to be able to tell people that I got to be the expert. I got to know.
0: Like, if you know, like, if you visit Nashville, okay, you know, you don't want to go to Yelp. But if you know someone in Nashville, you ask them. Exactly. What are the places that people that live here go to? You know, don't give me the paninis version of Nashville. I want what are the the places that you guys that live here go to? Exactly. You know, or Austin, or all those other places. There's so many good places and so many good places to eat and, and you drink, only have but so much time where's where's the off the path thing that i should that i'll never find but yes. everyone loves that's what's important to me can i have another beer yeah probably i think i'm gonna have one too it's all right i'll get it oh okay you're a guest man sit down all right i'm used
1: to bartending
0: <laughs> this episode of the guiltless podcast is brought to you by magic mind Magic Mind is the world's first productivity drink containing 13 unique active ingredients such as vitamin C or an organic matcha, which are scientifically designed to improve your mood, energy, and focus while reducing your stress levels. Just take it alongside your coffee or your tea. Available in packs of 30 or 15, as well as different purchase frequencies and subscriptions, Magic Mind has options that fit your productivity goals. I can tell you I've been using Magic Mind. I really encourage you to try it if you feel like you're having trouble being 100% on some days. It's a total game changer. Visit www.magicmind.com for your order and use promo code GUILTLESS20 for an extra 20% off and a limited 56% off your first subscription. Too good of a deal to pass up. Go to magicmind.com today. Okay.
1: Up Perfect. You oh, you're giving me the fancy one? The
0: classy one? stuff. You're a guest.
1: Oh, man. Ugh. I do like this a lot though.
0: Rozzy's down the street, man. Rozzy's is it, is it Rosie's or Rozzy's? Fucking funny story.
1: I <laughs> swear to God. Um, I'm genuine. I, I've been no, here for five really, years. Really, I don't funny. know the name. So
0: I know the guys down there. But uh, about a year and a half ago, I did a uh, an interview with uh, uh, Jill Beta, who owns Salt down here. She's a, a James Beard you know nominee, great restaurant, open more places. Fucking cool. We're like two minutes into this episode, and I mentioned, I'm like... I just found out that "Rosie's" is "Rosie's" or "Roses." It's either one, and she was like, "Get the fuck out!" She's like yelling at me. She's like, "I've lived here my whole life. You told me I've been mispronouncing it." I'm like, "No, not mispronouncing it, but there's two. They're like apparently okay with either one, and so I have a like to So it's like Mahal's or Mayhal's? It. Yeah, I have a message from them to prove it. Because they listened to one of our episodes where we talked about it. And after the episode, I get a message from them saying, we're actually okay with either. And I've been telling everyone this. And, like, Jill was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, they're okay with either one. So it's uh, also that's a – as far as uh, that's where I get all my beer. That place is the best. I do love that a lot. And they have events down there all the time. I was just down there, like, last weekend because uh, they uh, – I think it was – who was down Jackie O's, I think, was down yeah. there. Yeah. Jackie O's was down there And Fatheads was down there too So Now you
1: mind if I give you a suggestion? Not at all So Rosie's carries what's called Robin Road Cocktails Now this is my cousin's alcoholic brand She created a canned cocktail line And it is premium What's look, it called? Robin Road Cocktails Robin Road And they're premium spirits and, and mixers And there's three different cocktails There's a Cosmo there is a uh, gin and tonic cucumber, and there is a strawberry mule. And they are all made with organic ingredients and gluten-free, like, vodka and stuff. Got it. I would totally recommend trying some of those. So pre-made cocktails and yes. cans? They're 8% alcohol, so you got a good bang for your buck right there in terms of the ABV. And they are very refreshing. And they taste like... Like, if you if you were to pour one on ice... It kind of tastes like, you know, a bartender made you this drink, but you... Well,
0: people, that, that's a very popular thing, though. People love that The drink. canned cocktails? Yeah.
1: I didn't know about it. I mean, obviously, I know everyone's doing seltzers and high yeah. noons or, you know, the, the vodka soda or the, the tequila soda or a, a seltzer. But I hadn't seen many actual cocktails in a can until she, you know, came along with this. So, and I know they're at Rosie's, so... If, you know, you next time you're there, maybe check it out. I'll check it out, yeah.
0: Yeah, people love that. That's gotten very... As much as craft beer has taken off, alternatives to craft beer have also... I think when you get older, too, people are like, ah, beer fills me up. I need something else. Like, yeah, I get that, but I can't... What if someone sees me drinking a White Claw? Like, oh, I don't I give a
1: shit what anyone thinks of what I'm drinking. I don't either, unless gonna, it's a White I'm Claw. I'm going to put you... On, I'm going to drink you under the table, so... Someone's going to get
0: a picture of me drinking a White Claw, and I'm like, fuck. but i can't drink those anyway like it's just it's the the uh I, i can't drink red bull either like that stuff just guts up my my stomach i can't do it
1: yeah i try to stay away from anything that's not water coffee like black coffee or just anything alcohol related i don't mind like you know i could i could i just can't crack open like a dr pepper and Sip it like Yeah, it's, I I get that. I, I can't like if it if it's gonna if I'm gonna be drinking something that's not water or black coffee, whatever's in that drink better have some booze in it. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a sign of an alcoholic or someone who's just like No, because you said if you'd said I can only drink things with alcohol in it, then that, I'd be like, yeah. You're an alcoholic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you threw in water and coffee. Yeah, I mean those are
1: my go to's, <laughs> but like I said, if I it, I, I look I, I hate to sound pessimistic or like such Oh, he's he's obsessed with fitness and diet because I'm definitely not. But like, I I look at like drinking sugary drinks or anything with, you know, like pop or monster. I look at any of that as just a waste of calories.
0: Well, they're also just uh um. It's fun, the uh. I'm obviously I'm obviously not a fitness freak either. Um, as you get older, you just kind of have to be a lot a little more conscious of shit like that. Yeah. But like, so I'm having I have someone scheduled next week to come on because I've been trying to put together like a. It's if you want to call it like a fitness episode, it's fine, but it's more like a discussion about I don't know the u s has two obsessions like they're obsessed with workouts and diet fanaticism and then they're obsessed with literally doing fucking nothing and Eating and just looking terrible and feeling terrible, but yeah, so,
1: you're right. Now it's it's one or the other. It's you're, very weird. Literally, the spe- it, It's almost like there's not any fives anymore. You're either you're either a three, and you you're either so in
0: shape you make me uncomfortable, or
1: you're you're a complete or you're piece telling, of shit,
0: or you're telling Delta Airlines that their seats need to be bigger. <laughs> yeah, I need fat. I
1: need to buy two
0: seats. Yeah, I'm, it's a it's it's a very. And like I, I don't give a shit about either one. If someone's like, "Hey man, I'm 300 pounds, but I'm happy," I'm like, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Not my problem. It's not bothering me at all. Like you have no impact on my life whatsoever. And if someone's also like, "Hey man, I can't have a drink because I have to go to the gym at 4 a.m. and I have to run five miles," I'm like, "Hey man, that sounds fucking horrible." Yeah, that sounds miserable. But that's your life. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't have to get up with you. <laughs> no, but it's it's a. When I see like the fitness people on there, and I'm it's a lot of them kind of say the same thing. They're just like, the thing that's killing everyone is the sugar. It's, uh, I mean, it's not even debatable, like, it's a fact. 30, 30 or 40,000 people in the US a month. Die of some type of like heart disease, and so you're just basically being overweight and just you know like clogged arteries and yeah. shit. Not <laughs> um, having any self control, just eating, it's it, a, gorging. It's a wild, it's a wild, wild thing. Which again, everyone's like, if that's what you want to do, fine, but don't tell people that it's healthy or that you're okay. Like it's, it's that that's the scariest thing to me. Is is that is you know I think it was. I was listening to Tim Kennedy in an interview, and he's like, Tim Kennedy is a UFC fighter. He's also an Army Army Ranger, I believe. And uh, he was like, the military is actually having trouble not getting recruits. They're having trouble accepting recruits because America's so fat. (laughs) Like... Getting into the military, which used to be kinda easy. Yeah, I felt like, like,
1: but as long as your IQ is like, above they're, eighty, they're, they're like we'll take they're, you. they're like
0: they're too they can't fat they cannot pass basic physical standards when they want to join the army. They're like they're too fucking fat. Like these people would have to lose 40 pounds to meet basic minimum standards to join the army, you know? And and I read another stat, it was the average woman nowadays is the same weight as the average man in 1950. Which is like 160 pounds, which someone's like 160 pounds isn't a lot, but it is a lot when you think about the average height of a woman's like 5'3". That's a lot. But then, but the same thing with men. Men are also, I think, used to be 160 pounds. Now I think the average weight's 210.
1: 210? It's something
0: ridiculous. Holy hell. And, but it's just, as a country, we're all just getting fatter. Yeah, I mean. But, you know, we're all, you know, we're all just kind of sitting around fucking flipping through TikTok and Tinder and <laughs> that's all we're doing, you know? <laughs> so i am just, I've been... On the phone and shoving your face in. Yeah. We're like, we can't even go pick up our food. Someone else goes and picks up our food and... Funny delivery that you say that my, but we, my we actually got a middleman to do our delivery literally i got my best friend
1: he loves coming to lakewood for uber eats like this is his little mm. side hustle homeboy doesn't take like time off for himself which i i respect it but it also drives me crazy but he literally tells me how much he loves doing uber eats in lakewood because there's people that will order at like the taco bell on detroit and he drops it off 2 blocks away and it's like you couldn't even get in your own car and go through the drive-through, or you couldn't even walk there. You literally fucking paid the extra seven, eight dollars plus tip to have it brought to your front door. Like you piece it of shit. It ends up being
0: like eleven dollars because you don't want to leave your house. You yeah, just because you want to sit there still. Uh, like I with the 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 Szechuan Garden at the end of the street. Oh yeah. Uh, it was re- actually funny wing thing.
1: They actually have pretty
0: good wings Do They really for what they are?
1: Yeah. Like it's, I've never had wings at a Chinese joint. I have. they they. It's just like are they like good? Are they American chicken wings or just like their version of wings? Like? No, they're just like chicken wings, like smaller chicken wings. But oh, like deep kind of fried wings. Yeah, like, like, I'll I like, give it a whirl. Pretty good. <laughs> oh, I have but, to put uh, that on the my list. My wife
0: and I were going through that, and she's like, "Should we just Uber eats?" And I'm like. It's like a block and a half away. I can't do that. I got to go get it. Yeah. Like, like, good. I can't. It clicks Whoa.
1: in your head like, am I really going to yeah. pay an extra $10? There's bucks. nothing wrong with Uber Eats, but there's nothing some scenarios ad- where I'm like, uh, I can't. I can't do- justify this.
0: It's like if I ask get-go to deliver like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can see it from here. And I'm like, Throw a baseball what am I going to get it. out of my car and put a oh, Give me a fucking break, man. <laughs> yeah. that's. I, so she's coming on and I, I'm. I'm like, I really want to have not like a... Not like a fitness bashing or an overweight bashing, but just like a, what are you running into in your, as a, you know, fitness kind of influencer, like, it's, you know, I'm sure she probably gets everything. She probably gets people that are like, I've tried every diet. I don't know yeah. what to do. Um, I'm doing these workouts. I'm maybe not seeing results. Or one's like, why do you do? Or someone's like, why are you doing this? Why aren't you just happy in your body?
1: And I'm like, it's just... Uh, Everyone's gonna have a different body, but if your body's not healthy, why are you? You gotta realize, like, I gotta make a change, yeah. It's our bodies, and and I don't
0: think I think people when they get older, then they're like a doctor's finally gonna be like, hey man, you're not 20 anymore, like, you literally, like, I like, I like, I'm at the age, like, I'm 45, like, I'm at the age now where I know people that are dying, (laughs) you know, because it's like. It's all catching up to you, man. Like I can't have fried everything for all my meals, a couple beers and a shot, and then smoke some cigarettes and go to bed. <laughs> and I'm not that—that that, not that, that was ever my life.
1: I mean, no. like when I would go out when I was younger, but yeah. you can't do that now. No, our bodies aren't meant to hold that much weight. No, we're not built for that. I don't care how tall or whatever. It, you're not. Our our frames are not meant to carry. Excessive amounts of weight. Well, and great example. I'm glad you said that. Great example of that.
0: Any time you come across a former NBA player, once they get to like 50, 60, they all have joints, knees, and hip problems because they're not young anymore and the body's like, ah, what the fuck you want me to do with all this weight? Like you see Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal. They actually walk kind of like arched over. A little bit. Because they have lower back. Hip, and knee. they all have had knee and hip and back surgeries after they're done playing because they're not in phenomenal shape anymore. Which yeah. no one can stay in that type of shape. Or like offensive linemen when you see in the the like football. Joe Thomas
1: for example. Joe Thomas, I give purposely- him so much props, dude. Recognized immediately. I was 325 pounds, and I was muscular, but I was a big boy. And as soon as he retired, that dude dropped like what 75 hundred pounds, 230 maybe. And he looks, he looks looks jacked. He looks looks like a GI Joe doll, but he's
0: like. You can't be three thirty and not being a professional athlete. No, <laughs> so, you you if you can't, if you're impossible. gonna have
1: that much weight on you, you better have a reason behind it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's gonna kill you. I'm not talking about like you're three hundred pounds, but you're like you know
0: six foot ten. You're gonna have a different you know you're gonna have a different weight expectation and how when you're it that carries thick. and yes. sits on you. But like you can't be Joe Thomas is six two.
1: Six, no, six, he's got to be six. I think he's got to be at least six five. He was a left tackle. Having, okay. He's got to be a little bit taller. But even then, he's like, I can't be six five and three. Th-. Also, when you're 330 and you're. When did he retire? How old was he? I think he retired. Did he make the Hall of Fame yet? I no, I don't think he's been retired But either way, enough.
0: the older you get, the harder it is to lose weight. Exactly. And when you're 350 pounds and you're 40, losing 10 pounds is hard when you're 40. Let, Let alone alone losing 80 or a hundred, like what would he probably, which he had to lose, you know? And he was like, I think he's even said in interviews, like, I had to do it immediately after I got done because no, he did, the older I got, the harder it was going to be. Within a year of,
1: like, the one-year marker of his retirement is when I remember seeing that transformation photo of him, like, with the Browns gear yeah. and, like, the, you know, the helmet on the side, and, you know, he's a burly he's a boy. Guy, yeah. But then the, the next photo next to him when he's in, like, the, the the gray T-shirt and his guns are out and he's trim and he's, like, you know, at most, like... 250, 225. You're like, Damn. I am. I think he's even lower than that. Oh, he probably is. I bet he's,
0: I think he's like 230, 235. But still a big guy, put him on know? WWE at that yeah. point, he's ready to rock. Yeah, dude. Also, those guys. I mean, it's not weird that those guys don't live to be a very old age, you know? Yeah, I don't know if it has to do with the needles yeah, or. I mean, there's, I was just reading about like, everyone's like, see, anyone can die. It was like this fitness influencer that died when he mm. was like 30. And everyone's like, see... Literally you,
1: saw that today before I came yeah, over?" Even here. when
0: the, everyone's like, "See, even when you're in great shape, you can die." I'm like, "Well, he's probably guy was up. doing a lot of gear, you know, yeah, like he's that's
1: shooting himself
0: up." Also, but I also think there is a very unhealthy. Like, if you take off your shirt and you're so
1: ripped up and veined up, I don't think that's healthy. No, there's like the natural different natural deposition, if you will. Like, you can look at someone who like takes their shirt off; they're at the beach. And you're like, oh damn, they got good muscles, they got good definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like There's you some, yeah. you can recognize it. But the moment you you see someone and there is no fat, it's all skin, all muscles, veins, you're like, Yeah, that's not healthy. Like you That's are cl- just
0: I, I don't know. I, I think that's just as obsessive and body dysmorphia as being oh without significantly being significantly overweight. I see people like at the beach or the gym or something like that, and I'm like, Yeah, like I know guys at like my jujitsu school who are very they're just in good shape. You know, and they're, but they're, I'm like, I'm not like, oh man, you geared up. I'm like, no, the guy just takes care of himself. Yes. He doesn't have a ridiculous physique. He's just in good shape and he's very conscious of those things. But, yeah. you know, the only people that are, e- but even like
1: the fighters that I know, like they're not like that year round. Like when they're in, when they're in, when they're about to get in a fight, they're yeah, cut they're up cu- and yeah. they're on, but, they're but the moment that shape. fight's over and they have a couple months off, then it's like,
0: then they're like, we yeah, can I'm be still a human again. They're like, I'm still gonna exercise and take care of myself and work on my game, but, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm just trying to keep it so when I have to get into fight shape, I'm not, you know, I don't have to completely retool my entire body to get into fight shape. I'm going to stay in shape, then fight shape. But even those guys don't go bonkers
1: crazy like that. I'm personally, for me, I'm a big, obviously I have like the masters in coaching, sports science education. Like I've always been big into exercising just for myself, just the endorphins, the mental side of it. You do feel better if you go out and do something, even if it's an hour a day, get, get your recess in, whether it's a walk with your kid or you go to the park or you go on a hike, a jog, you lift. I don't care what activity you do, but keep yourself busy four to five days a week for 30, 40 minutes to an hour just do some sort of exercise because the not just because of how you'll feel like your body and you know the results, but mentally you will feel better. Like I promise you, you'll have the endorphins, you'll feel good about yourself, and you'll be motivated. And I think that's a big like one of my big beliefs as a human is just exercise. And if you keep your body moving, you won't let it get out of shape. It will aging will seem a little bit easier. Obviously, we're all gonna have aches and pains, but again, fuck I think. yeah. My, oh. I have two right now as we're talking. Oh, I have my elbow. It hurts like a bitch every day. But Foot and I, shoulder. Don't even know why. I'm not even moving. No, right I don't. I, I sleep on my side one day and it hurts, but yeah. I still just wake up and I make sure like at least six out of the seven days a week, I do something for one hour every day that just takes... I can shut my mind off. I don't have to think. I just exercise. And then whatever I want to do for the rest of the day, it's like, okay, I got that endorphins. Mm-hmm. I feel good about myself. And again, it, it's just going to benefit your body. So, yeah, you any, not to be too much of a fitness no, influencer no, no. or also, a coach, but I just but wanted also to throw like, that out there. When I'm
0: talking about like you know doing
1: something, I'm not
0: talking about like, you know, got to sign up for three five k's. No, week. you don't I need to find, go on. Look, you don't
1: need to go on stage for no, a bodybuilding competition. No, you don't need about. to do an Ironman. Man go for a fucking walk, man. Yes, literally, just do something to get your body moving. Yeah. If you break a small sweat, great. But even if not, I don't give a shit. I mean, I go to the gym and I my dumbbells. I never get over thirty five pounds. No reps, man. I'm not I to, I literally yeah. just do enough to where like, oh, I feel a pump, I feel a burn, I got a little pit stain under my shirt. Okay, let's go out now. I now I know I like, hey, I at least can drink for the day. You know, I burned off my alcohol calories. Yeah. Like, I'm set. Yeah. i yeah, I don't care about. I'm like I, I'm like I. We did like a forty five, maybe an
0: hour long walk with my perfect. Son. And then, like, uh, you know, this morning, then we break up, like, I'm like, all right, I got him, go do your thing, I'll go do mine, then you know, I, you know, do, like, a boxing workout or something, you know, and, yeah. like, I, it's, even people were just like, oh, you got your kid, have you put on weight? I'm like, no, I'm actually purposely not doing that because now I have a kid, I have to have my energy up. You do. You know, I can And can't, if you don't do anything, you're going to lose energy. Yeah, I got to have my energy up for when he gets up in the middle of the night or for when he needs this or that. Like, it's, I'm not saying that I don't eat a, bad food sometimes i ate pizza yesterday but i'm not having pizza and mashed potatoes and then going every into a food night. coma yeah like, i can't i gotta be conscious of it like someone's like you want to have you been drunk I'm like no i don't remember last time i was drunk because and you know because i'm like you know no i can't like i can't the the thing that's going to happen this is why i didn't drink like for the last like month and a half where oh, she- you took off that much time well a month and a half like for before the baby was here and not like like I would have a drink like here and there or something like just that just a
1: casual but just like yeah. one and done But <laughs> like,
0: well, like I was like no you know what's going to happen is i'm going to have like three drinks with somebody and then my wife's going to go into labor and i'm like oh my god I'm can you drive up. i've been drinking
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: i can't drive you to the hospital cuz i've been drinking and then obviously you know for a couple weeks after as you're kind of getting used to it you're like no i just don't even want to have a drink plus sometimes you're just tired you know, my wife said it the other day, like, we were out somewhere, I'm like, hey, if you want, know, we can go home, you know, we can have, like, a glass of wine or something like that, and we got home, and then we, and this is just what happens, you know, we finally got him to go to sleep, and I'm like, you want me to pour a glass of wine? She's like, no, I think the moment passed, I'm just tired now, and that's just what it is, and we'll slowly get back into just kind of having fun and doing stuff, like, I just started having beers with people, like, you know, a couple weeks back, you know, now these are around eight weeks, but. No, I don't think that I'm going to – if I'm going to go out and have a bunch of drinks, it's going to be on the schedule weeks Yeah, you planned it out. And my wife's going to know. I'm like, well, I have this thing with this, and me and him are going to do this, and she's going to be like as long as I know. And my wife's like,
1: if I know, I don't care. Exactly. Don't I, just, I don't leave the house to go to the store
0: and show come don't back not yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, don't
1: spring it on me like, hey, by the way, honey, I got fucked up tonight. Like, yeah. No, nah, you want to let her know like, hey, by the way, yeah. next Saturday I'm going out with a couple guys. We're going to hit yeah. a couple different bars, have some dinner, and we're going to have not a day. Even that. Mine's just like, hey,
0: I got these tickets to a beer fest, and I'm going to go to that. And she's like, go. That sounds fucking. Enjoy some drinks and and treat yourself. She's like, if I know ahead of time, I don't care. And she said the same thing. I was like, she's like, if we have enough bottles and everything, I, I'm like, I don't care either. Just, but it can't be. We can't spring it on each other. Yeah, no. I can't text her and be like, hey, remember I was going to go to Giant Eagle and get bread? Well, I got fucked up and stuff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm over at the Red Rose Cafe. Those Those days are done. I'm three beers deep and I'm about to get some food. Yeah, those days are done. (laughs) So. That's funny.
0: So, what are you kind of pivoting back podcast-wise? So, I really like again. I like your approach. I think it's good, and it's it's again. I try to do something like I do. I do live shows. I have one coming up in August. I do just on location where I'll just like I'm doing one actually at Rosie's here shortly. Cool. Uh, I've done them at Southern Tier. You know, just kind of fun. Just do them there. Just like this stuff's pretty portable. Um, and then just like other ones, like I'll do these interviews, and then I'll do like those guiltless and chill where we just watch a movie. You know, it, it's good to mix things up. Um, where do you kind of want to take? And now it forget the forget the the, the numbers and the listens and followers. definitely take that shit out of the equation. Always do. Like, what do you what are you looking at? Like, do you have like dream people you'd like? To, not dream people, but people you like. Hey, you know who I'd really like to talk to? Yeah, because I do want to when we're done. I want to talk about some of the things that I saw. Yes. Yeah, I sure. I, I really wanted to because no, there, there were awesome. some things
1: that I thought were really cool that I want to talk about. But, oh, yeah. that means a lot. Um, ideally, I would just start. I would love to like my concept of the "Stay Beautiful America" talk show. I hate to say I, I hate using the word podcast because I'm very big. I'm. A, I, I get what you're saying. I'm a very big visual person. I love video editing. I love being able to see as you hear. So. For me, with the whole concept, is a 25, you know, just like a sitcom, 25 minutes or less, talk to someone, but we talk for an hour, hour and a half, and I take the best of it and I put it down and I create a show out of it where you can see and whatever you talk about during the, the, you know, whether I have personal video of you or I go online and I find the supporting clips and pictures that support what what describes what's being talked about sort of almost like a news show a little bit you know like say cow see cow that's the one thing i remember i really learned whenever you're video editing whatever you're talking about you know you say cow show a cow so that's something i enjoy just you know but if i have the video of the person myself and they're talking about like for example the last show i did i interviewed uh coley's drummer from trap house rave his name was dylan yeah and he was talking about his drumming. And I had clips of I actually had film of him drumming at the show. And so when he's talking about learning how to drum, you overlay and,
0: it with. Yeah, yeah. and
1: so, like, you know you're engaged while he's talking about learning how to drum and his influences, you can see clips of him at the show like banging out. And I think for me, that's a big thing for it. I don't really I don't want to say I don't have any expectations with my show. Obviously, I'd love to monetize this channel and make it a real thing. I just want to put quality content out there for people that they can enjoy and see, like, this is relatable. But in terms of people that I might want to interview, I would love to just have, like, I don't want to say Cleveland celebrities, but, you know, prominent people in Cleveland. The first person that comes to mind is someone that I actually know, like, on a somewhat personal level. You know Pound Cake from, yeah. from Alan Cox? Went to school with him at Akron. He taught me how to do the radio board for one summer. And I just, I love his story of going to WMMS and riding it out for all those years. And now he's a prominent figure. And, you know, I think he would be, like, first person off of mind. Like, that would be cool to do. Obviously, I don't think I'm big enough for that, but I think if I reached out to him, he might be willing. I wasn't big enough, and I knew, yeah. I knew Andre not.
0: And, that would be sick. And I... I grew up with Andre. I've known him since fourth grade. And I just texted him and I was just like, hey, man, would you want to? He's like, let me know. I'll come over. He's been on twice. Dope. I mean, he's, but I mean, that's just, you know. If you knew Andre, it would make sense though, because yeah, you know he was just like I, I was don't talk- know
1: him, but just seeing him all-
0: the way he carries himself. Well, I mean on like that air. with with your friend Poundcake. Yeah, like, like I mean it's it's a like Andre was a guy. I was like, hey man, can I kind of have this thing. He's like, what time? Like he just that's Immediate- just the way he is. Yeah, you
1: know he's like, if I can help you, I'll help. You. I think I think Cody is his real name. I think he would do it without a doubt. But yeah. I don't. I, I I guess I'm like. I'm like that that kid at the dance who's nervous to ask his crush. Not in that sense, but, like... I get it, you though. Know what I get you, that. I I, I feel like I'm not there. I, I don't think I'm there yet to be like, hey, dude, come over. Like, let's do this. Like, I feel like I still need to get better on my end. I, the,
0: the thing about those, like, you get something like that, then it's a... Ref- you're almost in a referral
1: program. So,
0: like, when I... Like, even now, like, I get... When I, I was talking... To, I hate that I already forgot who it was, but I was talking to somebody, they were there coming on, like, yeah, well, you know, a lot of times now, and that's kind of why I post the way I post, is that I post the logo and the person, and then you just scroll through and someone's like, uh, I know like four people that have been on, not personally, but I know who they are, and then it just helps. So yeah. you can get it that way. That's a huge help. That's another reason why guests are helpful.
1: Yeah, oh, without a doubt. The other person that I think would be kind of fun from Cleveland, so off the wall... Super pimp. Is that the mall dude? He's like the weird guy that's way too old to be hanging out at all the clubs downtown, but he always has like the extravagant suit on. And, you know, he's probably like late 60s, early 70s, but he goes by super pimp. And he's just like this old white guy hanging out at all the young guy bars. I don't know. Is I, it the
0: mall guy, the guy that has like the the, the belt buckle with the, the the? He might
1: be. I don't know. I just know him. As, I, don't know I just know him as super pimp. I don't know him as anything else. But probably like late sixties white guy always has like an over the top like Craig Sager kind of suit. Okay, okay, and it's not he, it's
0: not who I'm thinking of, but I know I and, and I think goes, I know who you mean. He
1: goes to like the flats, like he's hanging out at bars. He's way too old to be at. But that's weird. Man. Oh, it's definitely weird. But I think that's what would make him kind of interesting yeah. in that sense. But otherwise, like I just want to talk to people that, you know, are passionate what they do and what makes them different from somebody else, whether they're from a different country, whether they're a musician, artist. At, it doesn't matter. Just what makes you unique and how can I showcase that in the best like i think there's a lot that we i, I can throw a
0: couple of your way too that i think we i think would be cool to talk to you'd be surprised too like how many people you're just like oh that person like i i had one on uh um, uh, Meg came on with uh, with Cole. You know who Meg is, yeah. So I met her.
1: I met her like once or twice at Cork show. So fucking cool. She really was. I mean, her, I probably, her image from afar is like amazing. I don't want to say it's intimidating, but I listened to that episode with you and her, and it was kind of cool just because like well, you, her, and Coley. I was in the gym like doing my thing, and I I didn't know what her voice really sounded like, but. I really liked how you guys all, like, connected. The new metal conversation, like, your top four, your Rushmore, a new metal. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was good. And I knew she'd be into that, and and I wasn't worried about her, like, having, like, trouble or or, or being able to kind of get along and just have fun. But before we started, she's like, I've never done a podcast. I'm like, that is fucking bonkers to me. No one has asked you about this?
1: And she's got, for how many followers 140, 150? Yeah, she's huge. And I think that's
0: why I was surprised. I'm just like, because... You have such a cool online presence. You're really, really active. Yes. But you'd be surprised how many people have not been asked to tell their story. It's weird. And when she told me, that, and I've had a bunch of people that have said things like that to me. I, Another guy, I'll show, I I, I don't want to say his name because I don't know if you want anyone to know, but he's got 110,000 followers. He does some really cool stuff. And I'm like, and he's like, it's my first one. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be your first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I mean, I don't want to be the one to take but your virginity. You'd be surprised how many people. I'm like, how has no one wanted to talk to you about the cool shit you do? Yeah. You know, and like Cleveland is riddled with those people. So many. You know, like there's like the one I have. I'm so excited because like the the one I have this week is a, um, she runs a, a, a Frankie Lynn Hot Dogs, the pop up. It's I think it's the best pop up in the city. And Never heard of it. Uh, it, it they go to this tapster place all the time. They go to Bookhouse Brewing all the time. She's amazing, and I I better we be met her four or five times, and we just kind of became online buddies. social media friends. I was like, "Do you just want to come on? Because I really love your shit, and I know she's gonna be fun and cool. You know, like that's that's just kind of what happens." And she's like, "Oh my god, I'd love to talk about what I do and get the stuff out there." Like you'd just be surprised how many people have not been asked to tell their story. It's weird. Yeah. it's really weird and terrifying that no one has asked some of these people to tell an incredible story that they've done. I think that's what it's all about though. At the end of the day, shoot your shot, man. That's cool. It is kind of weird sometimes to reach out to people. It's weird to reach, reach out to women. Uh, I will say
1: Hunter, fucking. That's so funny. You said that because not I, now
0: it's not for me because well, I have you enough
1: in your favor, but I,
0: but there was a time when I had to though,
1: well I want to I do but for you it works out great no offense but you're a married man with a kid yeah. your wife's here
0: but that wasn't always my way though Agreed. you know what I mean
1: I'm a single guy I live by myself I'm one of the friendliest people you'll ever talk to I really I, I mean I don't want to say I'm harmless but I don't I don't ever promote weird vibes like I tried not I don't want to sound like a chakra hoe but like you know I'm just I'm upbeat I'm friendly I don't I don't have any ulterior motives and I would love to have women come over to my house and be on the show and share their stories but at the same time like it's kind of tough to to pitch that like it's hey yourself. hey come over to my house be on my talk show see the YouTube channel and come come over and hang out with me for an hour and a half, yeah. 2 hours when it's just me and you and it's just like no, I, I I get what you're saying, and and I, I agree from that point of view. Mm. Like I'm, not, I don't have any, I don't have an ulterior motive. But from the woman's point of view, well, you know, If this is like an attractive woman.
0: She probably gets hit course. on, like, via social media a yes. lot. People are like, hey, you know, you'd be really great for my this part in this movie that yes, I have coming. Exactly, up. It's like almost, they probably get shit like that a lot. So it's tough. You know, you if you again once you have enough and you can see, yes, they can they can refer. They can and you can even be like, you can see who else I've, who I've had on. You can bring somebody over if you're more comfortable. Yeah, I'm completely exactly. fine with that, and I get it. I got extra and seats. And I encourage it. The amount of people who have brought people who have brought someone over here is very small, which I always thought was weird. <laughs> you thought people would be more All willing? All the time. But I think, I mean, now I don't think it's weird, but, you know. The first
1: 50 episodes. 50, yeah,
0: like 150 episodes ago when I would have some, I'd... Like, hey, do you wanna come over to my basement in my
1: concrete room with one exit? You <laughs> right? Know? Like kinda like rape dungeon vibes. Yeah. I and shouldn't have girls, said it like that. Yeah. But and like, these girls are just like totally. <laughs> I always think of like anytime I hear of a basement, especially when you say concrete. Concrete basement. I think of like Law and Order. I'm like, S- no one
0: can hear your screams. <laughs> you know, like it's, yeah. it's a yeah, yeah criminal minds, Law and Order, SVU. Yeah.
1: My head's already turning. Yeah. So if I was a woman, I'd immediately yeah. be thinking like, uh, I'm like, my basement fl- is
0: perfect for podcasting and muffling screams. <laughs> 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 exactly. But like you know, but you 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 do have to contend with that when exactly. you're reaching out to women, and you got to kind of be conscious and upfront about it too. Oh,
1: I'm always am. That's why it's just still like kind of like. I mean I'm still very new at this compared to you so at this point I you you obviously have the longevity and the establishment but for myself I'm the first thing I thought about the moment like I've tried to re- you know I don't want to say I've reached out to many but the moment I've asked a couple different women to come over and partake in the show the first thing in my head I was literally like well I just invited not a random chick but I have invited someone that I might not be that close with over to my house and it's just me and her how is she gonna feel about coming over? And it's just sort yeah. of like I, and I think in this day and age it's just it's something that just you, you have to contend with. And if you if and if you're not self-conscious enough to be aware of that, then you're an idiot.
0: Yeah. And I oh I was I every time I would send a message, I'm like, ugh, that could be that came off weird. Yeah, exactly. And then they respond, they're like, I love to. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm just I thought it was weird. Yeah. Oh. But you know, again, I think uh, but again, now it's a it's even early on, they could be like, all right. I mean, it's not like I don't know where I'm going, who I'm going with. I can show them as... I assume, and I would be fine if a woman's like, this is where I'm going. Here's who I'm meeting. This is his name and location. I'd if be I don't great with back, that. I would I'd actually, be like,
1: for myself, like tag I tag me in the email. I don't yes, care. Like, you should. Put me, put me in that. I would feel better about yeah. it, knowing that, like, hey, all I'm trying to do is just create the content. I don't yeah. have any...
0: Yeah. And again, I, I, I get anyone's reservations for that i, I
1: truly do. even now i
0: don't care if someone's like um i'm not real comfortable can i bring my friend I'm like bring two friends i don't care yeah there's plenty of places to sit you know if whatever you're comfortable with i don't care uh keep in mind my child will be screaming upstairs <laughs> i did kind of hear a couple he of i just up, i heard
1: yeah. it like two or three i was like okay he
0: just got up yeah he just got up so yeah he's uh that's cool man i uh I, again, I think there's a lot that you can do with it. I like anyone that does stuff like this. You know, again, when Coley sent this over, I was like, I like that. I like the, I like the mix of like kind of like the 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 stable show and then the bonus like with the the, yeah, the just, wings and the uh, some of those others. I I think there's so many possibilities with stuff like this, and there's so many different people. Um, there's things to avoid. There's things not to. A lot of it you're just gonna learn as you go, man.
1: Oh, without a doubt. Any
0: mistake you make in the next couple of months, I already made it. Oh, <laughs> you know, I,
1: I I've expected to run into hip hiccups if I can talk today. I I know there's gonna be ups and downs. There's gonna be hot, you know, get a high, then you hit a low, and you're like, well, what did I do wrong there? But there's nothing, anything wrong. Just keep just keep persevering, keep doing what you enjoy, and working with it. But for me, like I said, I think. I don't wanna say the difference, but like, like I said, if you if you're interested in about the video side of things and maybe incorporating that, I can definitely tell you the tips and tricks I learned. I didn't even my whole studio and everything that I'm using to like film and do the podcast, I didn't even do myself. I the the manager at Corky's, his name is Brandon. I don't know if you know him or not. I honestly I know I've met him before. Curly hair, nice guy, yeah. real laid back he actually was the one that helped me set up the entire studio and teach me how to function, or I shouldn't say function, but like run the cameras and put it all together so I have like an operable studio. And I think that was really cool. And again, like I said, I, I went to school for video editing and production, and I've always liked visually seeing what I'm listening to. Obviously, I know podcasts can be audio, and that's cool. But again, I've, when I have the opportunity, I'd rather sit there and, and watch it. And I know not everybody listening spans are a lot longer than watching spans. So if you're gonna have someone watch something, it better be really damn good. It better be something that's captivating or something that's gonna keep you interested. We're listening, you can listen to something. If you're hooked on the topic, you can listen to it. But if you're Very not, true. Enga- if you're visually not engaged, it's gonna be harder. So for me, that's why I kind of keep it on the shorter end of things. And like,
0: no, the, the, that's a that's a very accurate and interesting point. Because if anyone's ever looked at things like that, because people have asked, and I think you and I may have talked about it, but like Coley was talking to me the other day about he's like, you know, it's, you've know, you had a lot of success without having video. I'm like, well, I've never really watched a podcast. I, I listen to them, and then also I've had people that you know people that have been on the news or you know sports reporters, and they're like, I kind of. Like that, I don't have to worry about what I'm going to wear. Exactly. You know, I just want to talk. And then, but, again, my listens are what's the most important thing. And, yes, video watching outside of, like, really well-known blow-up podcasts, it's, like, two minutes. Because the second that you're distracted while you're watching the podcast, the whole thing's done. Exactly. Uh, Listening, you know, if you listen seven, eight, nine, ten minutes, things can happen and you're still in it. And that's why it's never been like a huge urgency that I needed it, especially for this kind of format, like a long form Yeah conversation. That's interview. why I
1: also that's yeah. why for me I, I I opted for that sitcom length, twenty to twenty five tops. Because like watching kn- a two hour podcast most no. people won't do. Like, but they'll watch a twenty minute one. Exactly. Where it feels like almost like just a short talk show. Like, yeah. you know, like a Jimmy Kimmel or, you know, I'm a generic David Letterman. Like I like that concept. And, you know, let's have a funny conversation, but let's highlight you. And we'll talk like I said, we'll talk for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, but I'm just gonna take the best of it. And make, you know, showcase you as a person, but also showcase the highlights of the conversation. What was funny and, you know. Totally.
0: For sure. Where can everybody find
1: your stuff? Everybody can find it on Stay Beautiful America on YouTube. Those are going to be your full-length videos. I have an Instagram, Scott underscore 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 underscore. That's four underscores if you were counting. Nixon, N-I-X-O-N. That's my IG. I got my f- audience can't count. I'll just tag you in this. Yeah, that's fine. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh we got uh Facebook, Scott Nixon. And I just I I did start a TikTok, Cosmo Lightyear. If you've never been to Corky's, I got to do a shameless Corky's plug because I love that bar. Um I love Cork show. It's <laughs> it's the best fucking dive bar in Lakewood, maybe even in Cleveland. Cheap drinks. If you, even if you don't like to sing karaoke, it's just a very friendly, welcoming bar that you can't find anywhere else. I really, like, I'm a very big bar guy. I used to bartend. I love going out. I love drinking. Don't want to sound like an alcoholic, but it's one of my favorite past Maybe things. retool that sentence then. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I love to have a good, I love to have a good adult beverage. Hey, it's, I
0: like having drinks too.
1: Yeah. So I love Corky's and it's just a place where you can be yourself without any judgment. Well, I've lived in
0: Lakewood for about nine years now, and uh, I've been to Corky's plenty of times. I will challenge best dive bar in the city. I think it's Judd City Tap.
1: Oh, I've heard good. I've been there a couple times. I've heard really good things.
0: I'm not even fucking around when I say this. Judd City Tap probably has $300,000 worth of just, like, tchotchkes they could sell. Um, Like, they have, like, a police helicopter, like, landing pad and i'm like that thing's probably you could probably sell that for like 20 grand <laughs> it's just hanging up and it, i'm like most of the stuff in here you can sell on ebay for like thousands of dollars and i i highly recommend that so just that that's my take on that on on the,
1: the dive bar so yeah well i appreciate you coming
0: man this was cool. We got a lot. I want to talk about the No, more stuff I, I would done. definitely
1: talk with you for as long as you'd like. Yeah. I, I I'll be honest, I was a little nervous before I came over here. Not that I'm like I told I even told you in the message I'm a good talker. Like I like to talk and chat with people. Like I treated this just like if we were at Corky's right now, sitting at the bar. That's the way to do but it. But I, I really appreciate the opportunity and No, that's the way to do it, man.
0: And that's i I don't Again, if you're like, I was a little nervous, like, good, then that's probably the best way to do it. Because I cared. If you're like, I'm gonna fucking kill this podcast. I'm like, no, that one's gonna go bad. I you're, knew you're I knew
1: I'd be confident a little bit, but like at the well, same it went time, went the I way just... that
0: these should go. We talked a little bit about what you do. We circled back to what you do, and then we talked about our favorite foods, our favorite bars, our favorite drinks, favorite pizza, favorite wings, breakfast. People are fat. People are in shape. Who cares? Yeah, that's the no. That's that was awesome. The way it's supposed to do. It
1: felt. It felt. I hate to say the word authentic, and I love to say unapologetic unapologetically myself. Yeah. But that's how this felt with both of us and I just met you literally... Two hours ago, when I walked in your doors, just about so.
0: we're about an hour and thirty four minutes. We talked for twenty minutes before. We're going to talk a little bit after too. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. So uh, again, thanks for coming. Appreciate it, Scott. Definitely make sure you check out YouTube. Check out all of his pages and start looking at his videos. More are coming. But I, I love the 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 way that you're mixing up a lot of different kind of varieties. I I always had it in my head that I was going to have a network of podcasts. Um. The reason that it never really materializes is because it would rely on other people. Um, so I kind of just started doing my own different network of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so everyone check out the different, like, you know, the, the guiltless and chills. Um, August 26th, Southern Tier live show. Myself, Ken Schneck, uh, Scuff Mixin is going to be closing musically. Uh, really, really excited. Eventbrite should be up by tomorrow at the absolute latest. But this is going to come out in like two weeks. So that doesn't really matter. Uh, but uh, definitely check that out. Takes to be $10. Southern Tier is awesome. It's going to be in their tap room. Uh, the tap room in Southern tier itself is 15,000 square feet is a huge room. We can fit a lot of people in there. I know the last live show at jukebox was amazing, but we were kind of under the gun. and had to cap tickets, so we shouldn't have to do that now. So, uh, please check out for the eventbrite, Get your tickets, uh, be a lot of fun. Comedy podcasts, interviews, music drinks should be a lot of fun. Just like the last one. Um, definitely check out the Gillis podcast on LinkedIn. I just launched that. That's going to be more uh, professional uh, geared toward different uh, job oriented things like layoffs and things like that, that we're going to be talking about on the LinkedIn side of that. Um, and then um, that's it. Uh Again, Scott, thanks again for coming, man. It was really cool meeting you. I had fun. Uh, Quick little bike ride over here. Hey. Easy, breezy, that's beautiful. So nice. You board. and the, my last guest was also two blocks away. <laughs> <laughs> Every time someone says that, I'm like, fuck, sweet, nice. <laughs> Easy. When someone's like, oh, I'm in uh, Maple Heights, I'm like, fuck, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Uh, have a good Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody.